Welcome to the Digicom Cafe, located at the intersection of faith and technology. We hope you enjoy our cafe experience where we cater to your digital and spiritual appetites, in an effort to make this world a better and kinder place, one story at a time. Please stand by as we get ready to launch this episode of, Radio on the Rocks. You are about to listen to a Radio on the Rocks Cafe cast interview with Denny J. and Stephanie Jean Hankins of Harrison, Arkansas. Welcome to the Digicom Cafe and the Radio on the Rocks Cafe cast. I'm here in the cafe with my good friend, Jean, Stephanie Jean, who is uh, just an amazing woman that God is using in so many ways, and she has got a powerful testimony. I'm so honored that she's uh, here and willing to tell her story of uh, what her journey has been like and how God has blessed her and how God is using her today in ways beyond her imagination. So, Jean, uh, so good to have you here this evening. Uh, how are you doing today? Did you have a good day? Oh, it's been an amazing day. It's nowhere near over, but it's been an amazing day. Awesome. Well, there's a lot of folks out here that may have walked your paths or maybe are in your path right now and struggling and trying to find a way out. Uh, I think your story might, might be very helpful and beneficial to these folks. So why don't you go back to the beginning uh, and tell us your story? You know, my story is not really my story, Danny. Um, it belongs to the Lord because once we become a child of God, you know, it's about His story and how we can glorify Him. Um, I'll just give you like the what we call the elevator testimony. How would you like that? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> okay, so I was. Uh, I like to tell people that I was raised pagan, and that's very true. Um, but I say that not saying that we had anything to do with um, with any religious practices, but that we didn't have. There was a lot of superstition. I come from the heart of the Ozarks, super duper um, country, and and enmeshed in all of the superstition that goes along with mountain people. And it was something that we just did. Um, my mom did. Uh, my grandparents did, my whole family did things, and it was just normal to us to do things like, oh, buy a wart, or heal a burn, or stop blood. I mean, those are things that, that we were taught to do as children, and I didn't know that there was anything wrong with that, and I, I knew about Jesus Christ. You can't live in the United States of America and not know who Jesus is, but I had never met him. And as an adult, I embraced witchcraft. I embraced paganism. And as such, I still thought that I was doing good things for people. But if you're working under your own power and you're not working to glorify God, then what you're doing is not right. It, there's nothing right about it. You know, Denny... Um, I had to commit a crime and go to jail and go to prison, and I'm so grateful for for that time. I, I, I can't even begin to tell you because it was there in prison that I, I knelt down a witch, and I don't use that in place of the B word, but I probably was that too. 
but I knelt down a witch because I sought forgiveness from Jesus Christ. For the first time in my life, I was 51 years old, and I had never come to the foot of the cross and said, Lord, forgive me. I knelt down a witch, but I stood up a child of God. My eternal future forever changed in the blink of an eye, and uh, then he began growing me up. And uh, it just continually amazes me. The Lord shared a scripture with me when I was uh, in prison. I was in jail for 13 and a half months, and I was in prison for 21 months. And right before I got out, I didn't know when I was getting out. And I had come to faith in Christ, and I was um, able to be used in a faith-based barracks, and I loved that. But I I didn't care. If If he had kept me there for 10 years, it didn't matter because I knew who I was working for, and I knew who I am in him. So, But he shared this scripture with me. The Lord didn't. I know it had to have been him. He said, um, you know Revelation 3, right, Denny? Yep. Okay, so Revelation 3, 8 says, I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it. For thou hast a little strength, and hast kept my word and has not denied my name. Well, I thought that that just meant the Lord was letting me out of prison. (laughs) But oh my goodness, it meant so much more. He just continually opens doors in my life. And uh, like like you said at at the intro, I could never imagine, I could never have seen the things that, that he's doing in my life. And it's him, it's not me. I'll tell you what, you know, some people listening to this might think, yeah, how does he know what this person's like? Well, for those of you listening, Gene and my wife and I are good friends, dear friends. We've witnessed life change in Gene's life that will just blow your mind. And and she is speaking the truth. The, the Lord has been opening up wonderful doors of opportunity for her and expanding her, expanding her sphere of influence. And we are so proud of her and, uh, can testify of the reality of what she's saying. Continue on, Jean. Denny, when I got home from prison, I didn't know where I was going to stay or what what I was going to, how I was going to support myself. I didn't know any of those things. And I was accepted into Tatilistai House, and that's a women's ministry here in Arkansas. And I think you'll be having Tracy Lindsay on as a guest in the future. That would be awesome. And I stayed there for a year, and while I was there, I enrolled in college again. I had been a nurse for many years. I had been uh, the assistant um, director of nursing of a long-term care facility located in northwest Arkansas, and I loved what I did. And then when I got injured on the job and had to quit, I got hooked on drugs. That's just the truth of it. They began giving me stronger and stronger medications until the point where I was hooked on morphine. And of course I'm not now. <laughs> but <laughs> when I when I got there, I knew that that the Lord had opened the door to that because really it was for people coming out of the jail system. And I hadn't been there. I had already been to jail and been to prison and I was only out of there for one month before 
the board of directors voted for me to, to come in. And that was a big thing. So I went back to college. I went back to college and I stayed in college for three years and I obtained a degree and a certificate. My degree is information technology, digital media emphasis. And that just means that I like to do websites and graphic design. And then I, I did a certificate in office administration. So the Lord was continually growing me up during that time. And I was very open and very transparent on the college campus. And he opened the door for me to, to be involved in clubs and to be an officer in clubs, including I, the highest um, office that you could hold at the college that I went to was the student government president, and that was an elected title. And I held that, and I know that it was the Lord. I also uh, traveled a lot with with clubs, and you know, you know, Denny, it's it was never about what I was doing in college, but more about the ministry. And I say that not having a ministry of my own, but being involved in other ministries. Like, for instance, when I first came home, I had to do community service. And I was really grateful to get to do community service at Children's Charity Ministry. And that's, a, that's a, known as a CCM thrift store because that's how they fund the, the backpack program. And right now, that backpack program is taking food to children in five different counties. So I, I did my community service there. And then, well, you know, I just stayed. Yeah. <laughs> and now, now I it sounds kind of crazy to say it, but it's the Lord opening the door. Now I'm their uh, vice president of their board. Wow. Yeah, and mostly I get I get to transport food for the children, and and I get to you know sit in on all the decision making process and. We've we've just got such wonderful director there, um, but that's just like one of the things. When I was home from prison for I think six months, maybe five, I began doing jail ministry. Uh, I was on parole, and I began doing jail ministry in Oklahoma, and they knew I was on parole, and yet I, I could go in there and I could share the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I went out to Pawhuska about once a month, I think it was, for several, several months. Loved going out there. We also began doing jail ministry here in Arkansas in two different jails. And one of them was the one where I had lived for 13 and a half months. That was interesting. <laughs> and I loved it. Wow. Along, along the way... The Lord continued to open different doors in my life. And when I was about to graduate from from the college, I did an internship. I did a digital media internship at a 501c3 nonprofit. It's called Harrison House of Hope. And that's a, it's a homeless day center, not a, not a shelter. It's a day center. And it really helps the people who are jobless, uh, homeless, maybe they're about to be homeless. They're, it's kind of a forgotten population in the world. 
probably as much as 40% or more of families here in the United States of America today could lose everything that they have within two months. They don't have savings. They're living paycheck to paycheck. And you'd be surprised at how many people, they just need a hand up. They don't need a handout. They just need a hand up and, and someone to believe in them. So I've said all that to say that, well, two years later, I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> I'm a little slow, I guess. <laughs> no, I really believe that the Lord opened the door. And after I did the internship, I just stayed on and kept doing what I was doing for them. And basically what I do is marketing and media and, well, whatever they need me to do. And, and right now there, you're working on a special project uh, for them uh, at the moment, aren't you? Oh, yes. Oh, Denny, thank you for saying that. Um, one of the projects under the umbrella of the Harrison House of Hope is Hope Cottages. And right now, that is the thing that just makes me beam and thank the Lord that I can, <laughs> that I would be involved in. It's just amazing to me. It is actually a transitional living facility for homeless moms and their minor children. Right now, we have five different cottages open. So excited. We have a locked compound. That means that we are taking safety seriously. Mm. We, we, right now we have two moms. We just opened up a month ago, a month ago today, in fact. And, well, I can't even begin to tell you what this means to me. Mm. Um, I've seen the Lord's hand all the way through it, Denny. I've, I've seen things we might not even know how we were going to pay our contractor for the next week and a check would come in or a grant would come in and you know we just trusted him through every step of the process and you can't outgive God <laughs> that's just the truth of it mm. and you are doing all this while struggling yourself making ends meet aren't you oh yeah <laughs> well you know <laughs> Um, I work part-time uh, for, oh, that's another thing, Denny. So it had to have been the Lord that opened the door to that because I'm a, a county employee. I work for the county library here in my town, and I'm their outreach coordinator, their, their adult programmer. And again, very transparent, when I first interviewed, I said, this is who I am, this is where I've been, and they hired me. That's That's God. We can't do things like that. That's God. So, yeah, I work 17 to 20 hours a week there at the library, and I absolutely love it. I've got a project happening tomorrow down there. We were voted in the top 10 libraries in the state of Arkansas, and tomorrow the judge is going to come and, and read a proclamation declaring next week as National Library Week for us. So that's pretty exciting. Neat. Well, I know that you live life passionately, passionately for others. We see it. We hear about it. You're always there serving and helping. Uh, I know with your limited budget, you still travel from Harrison all the way out to our little country church to do sound and and because you just want to serve. And that's been kind of your home since you got out of jail and prison. That's where many of the yeah. gals and where Tracy and several board members of the to tell us that house ministry are there. So we are family. We are definitely family. 
but now you're working on uh, maybe developing what is it a GoFundMe page for this House of Hope Ministries you're involved in? Right. I'm working on it today, in fact. It's a GoFundMe for Hope Cottages because although we have five cottages ready to move mommies into and we have two mommies in there right now, we also have two buildings that are not finished. And this was a day school before we purchased it. It was a day school um, for a church, and it was in disrepair. So it has taken a lot of money and a lot of time and a lot of effort for it to get to where it is today, but anyway, we still need help. We have one building that eventually we will have house two more families in, but we don't have those cottages ready yet. And the, more importantly, we have Building C, and Building C is going to be our laundry facility and our dining room and our kitchen. And of course, we'll have a fabulous kitchen so we can not only prepare meals but we can also teach cooking there and that that's something that's very needed but we we're at a standstill on it we need about $120,000 in order to complete that project we have gotten a beautiful grant um, that we can plug in once we get the building itself ready we received a grant that will allow us to buy the the appliances and but we can't touch that for the building oh yeah it's it's out of standstill but we're just trusting god well a lot of people uh have a heart for giving to these kind of things but they like to know a little bit more about the actual organization behind it make sure they're reputable can you uh tell us a little bit about house of hope uh their history who's in charge uh if someone wanted to give and support, who would they contact? Uh, is there an accountable board of directors that oversees the the funds and things like that? Uh, can you tell us about oh, that? Absolutely, there is. We have been open, I think it will be seven years in July, and we do have a very active board of directors. Not only do they meet here and have the meetings here at the House of Hope, but they are also actively involved in day-to-day -day operations. Whatever they need to do, they're here. And that's, you don't always see that, you know. Um, we have been fortunate in that. Well, you, Denny, you know how sometimes things will happen and you will say, oh, my goodness, that's just terrible. Well, two years ago, we flooded here. The building itself belongs to the city, and we flooded because we sit in a floodplain. And from that, we were able to, the city um, gave us the funds to create offices here and office space. And it is so much better than it ever was before. It's just amazing to me how the Lord takes something bad and turns it into something good. And that's what he's done here. Our board president is Bill Knight. And he was the one who hired me two years ago as their as their um, media liaison. Media liaison. I think that's what they're calling me these days. Actually, he hired me as uh, just to help him. And we have our executive director. Her name is Rhonda Matthews, sweetest lady you'd ever want to know. And then we have three other staff, and we have a, a host of volunteers, and that's what I am right now. I'm just a volunteer, but they sure treat me good. Wow. 
So you're coming up and with a GoFundMe program here shortly? Well, yes, I'm going to be launching that this afternoon. But if people wanted to give to House of Hope or to Hope Cottages, we do have Facebook sites available, and there is also a website for each one of those. Hope Cottages, and that's www.hopecottagesharrison.org. Okay. And then the House of Hope website is www.houseofhopeharrison.org. All right, and I'll put uh, some of these links, including uh, the uh, GoFundMe link that you'll be coming up with here in a couple of days. I'll put that in the uh, comments of the show notes here for this podcast Thank so people you. can click on it and uh, go to so the much. website. You know, we are a 501c3 nonprofit, and we can always give them letters and for, for any donations that are given to us. We're just so grateful for everything. Wonderful. Well, it's so exciting to see what God is doing with your life, Jean. Uh, every week is an adventure to hear some of the new things that's happening. And uh, I'm so glad that we can help you out here in the Digicom Cafe with our our uh, Radio on the Rock Cafe test. Hopefully it will bring some attention to your your passion and your ministry. And, and you don't tell me you don't have a ministry. Your life is a ministry. And you are a blessing. You are I, don't, a blessing I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't have one. You are one. <laughs> so, well, there's that. <laughs> yep. Thank you so much, Denny. I appreciate you and MJ so much. Thanks for being my friends. You bet. God bless you. Have a good evening. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yep. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this Radio on the Rocks Cafe cast. Visit our website at digicomcafe.com to see our extensive digital buffet menu, and listen to all of the live conversations on our Cafe on Ice stream. Or this and many more episodes of our Cafe Cast.